Hey everyone, welcome back to Fresh Off The Press, the show where you can find bands and artists that are fresh off the press. I'm your host, Jared, and today we have a special guest. Would you guys like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, I'm Colin. I'm uh, in pleaser. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we're media trained, dude. We're, we're in the yeah. plants. I'm Graham. So. I play guitar and do a little singing for pleaser. I, bit of also, I also play guitar and sing for pleaser. We're pretty much the same. Same. Well, or 50-50 partners, yeah. Two abs of one whole <laughs> I'm really learning the Jesse Pinkman thing. We're 50-50 partners, yo. Oh. All right, so, um, yeah, so I guess just kind of like to start, what started Pleaser? Like, what? how did you guys kind of form? Well, Colin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through several iterations. Graham and I have known each other for like 10 years. Um and uh everyone thinks that we're related or brothers in some capacity i see you. something we're not related in any way shape or form yeah um but i don't think so but no we we were we jammed a whole bunch and there were several iterations i mean when we put out our first single by the time that we put out our first single the people that recorded the first single with me had all quit the band already I... so yeah so I, by the away yeah. from you first single by the time that came out mm -hmm. the people that recorded it had all quit so it's been through several iterations i write well it was essentially everything so far i've written all of it except for a few songs that graham has now yes and so now graham and i are essentially um lennon mccartney uh, except we're even more important yeah so Wait, which one of us is going to get shot? I hope it's me. <laughs> I, I do not want to be Paul's age. So, yeah, um, is that topic, like, off the table? Just, like, talking about, like, what, like, not what happened with the former band members? Just, like, just, like, stuff about that kind of thing? No, I mean, I don't think we have severed ties with anyone. You know, there's no, I mean, there's not, there's no one that... You know, I'm on bad terms with, or the Graham's on bad terms with. There was the the lineup that was there for the longest time was uh, the one that when we had that TikTok that popped off, the one that was like, if you did drugs for the first time and had a panic attack, that one. There was Aiden. He was the bass player. He was the blonde-haired one who swung the golf club. There was Kyle who uh, had long black hair and was holding the Xbox. And there was there's Jordan that had the skateboard. Uh, Aiden left because he fell in love with a girl that lives in Austria. So he spent like six months in, in Europe last year, uh, you know, so he quit to be in love with her. Kyle had a baby. <laughs> and yeah, so he quit. And then uh, Jordan just wanted to focus on doing like uh, photography stuff, photography video stuff. So yeah that's that's that so pretty much but i mean i wrote all the drums anyway i mean i think he was in the band for a year and a half and i don't think he wrote like a single a single drum part like he never wrote anything he played shows with us and stuff mm -hmm. so but i've always kind of written the he wrote he wrote a little bit on one of the songs that but not even a little bit he wrote quite a bit of one of the songs that is unreleased currently so. oh uh trouble mm -hmm. yeah yeah he did write that one so I guess from going from away from you and now into this new single that's coming up, how do you think it's kind of like 
changed in terms of dynamics? Like, how do you think the has the sound kind of changed from like everyone leaving? Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah, big time. Where um, as far as sound influence goes, um, I don't. We don't have to start out of the gate talking about the new single so much, but. I did, and for the longest time, I've wanted to buy a baritone guitar. And so I bought a baritone guitar and I had this little piece worked up that was like, you know, I want to play this on a baritone at some point. And it just sounded great on a on a, the lower tuning of the guitar. And so that's where the new single kind of came from. And that's probably about as far away as you can get from away from you. It's as far away from you. As away from you. As away from When you. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's just, I don't know, it's very, to coin the term that hasn't even been coined, it's very uh, Weezer of Pleaser. What the hell? Don't say that. What the hell? My worst nightmare has come true. It's never a Fresh Off the Press episode without some form of Weezer reference what coming in. Hell? Bingo, there we go. This is our band. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> So, I wake up sweat thinking about Rivers Cuomo sometimes. Yeah. So, I guess what, so when I was listening to the um, the new single coming out, I kind of noticed that yeah, it went from like originally away from you was more like synth way, like had a lot more synth focused and generally was not on the rock side. It was definitely one hundred percent like pop. But now you're going rock. Are we gonna see more like rock stuff in the future? that's always been the case i think i mean that's that's what we struggled with a lot whenever the first cp came out was like we had away from you which was like fucking synth pop banger and then we had ocean of fire which is like almost like a 2000s emo hit, kind of metal, you know? yeah yeah almost so it's always there's always been rock influences i think early on like my biggest influences were like the strokes and like wallows and like I don't know, just that kind of stuff, like indie rock, uh, you know, like Mac DeMarco, that kind of stuff. <coughs> Tudor Cinema Club, big one. But uh, Mac Mark DeMarco. Mac Mac uh, Mac Mark DeMarco. Mac DeMarco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that kind of stuff, and then slowly I've gotten more into over the past two years since that song came out. Just have gotten more into like hardcore like turnstile or just even more like uh, there's a great band in louisville here called sunshine they're great they're taking a hiatus which sucks but i mean yeah. they're kind of like a jazz punk band and you know kind of getting a little bit more into hardcore even though gatekeepers say that turnstile isn't hardcore which by the way fuck those people but anyway gatekeepers say it's not yeah gatekeepers <laughs> say it's fake um, um but anyway but then also graham's influence too just like like i come from a lot of like, if there was any one band to ever influence me, it was Led Zeppelin. Zep. Through and through. Um, there have been many phases, many seasons. Um, Mars of, Volta. Of study. You love, uh, you love Mars Volta. The Mars Volta is great. They're kind of, I don't even know how to, they're pr progressive on meth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of, uh, a lot of heavier stuff. I love, the vocal arranging of like Alice in Chains or the Beach Boys. Yeah. What's those, the one band kind of that you like that uh, has the one song that you sing all the time? Shit, what is it? They're a British band. I mean, we were talking about if they ever came to America, we'd see them. They're like electronic. What the hell is the name of that band? 
Who? We were listening to them on the way to the studio the other day, and we were talking I about their. See it. They would love to come to America, like if they ever came to America, we would just go see. Oh, them. Black Midi? No, not Black Midi. They're Irish or something. Fuck. No, they're, they're British. British. They're British. Is it? What's the name of this band? No. Fuck, dude. What is it? <laughs> what are they? Chronic, <laughs> and they do really weird time signature shit. They had, they had that line that you really liked about the jocks in the club. Oh, everything, everything. Everything, everything. Thank yeah, you. those guys are good. Wait a minute. I think I've heard of that band. Huh? <laughs> they're they're, they're kind of wild. They they take pop to a new level. They do really weird chord intervals and all kinds of stuff. But it made me work for that one. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I knew what it was the whole time, not too. Them. I know what I'm talking about. I promise. Yeah. Dude, Speaking I have of- that. I have that same, like... Oh, what is this fucking band's name? Like every other day, like I, because <laughs> like you're thinking of Freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to do an interview with them tomorrow. What the hell is? That? <laughs> I was like, Pleaser, who are these people? Um, oh, I scheduled an interview with them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually happened to me yesterday. Like, did like yesterday? I was like, I have something to do tomorrow. Like, what am I doing? Um. Anyways, but uh, back on to the single. <laughs> so what what kind of like inspired this like new single? Because like I I hear a lot of different like things music wise, but also lyrically I hear just a lot of stuff. Maybe there's like a story behind it or something. Um, OK, so I, I, I'll talk. Yeah, my turn. Go for it. Um, Graham, wrote this so one. Graham wrote this one. It has. Uh, really no sentimental value to me other than I got the baritone about a week before we started working on this song and Colin and I were jamming. He's like, Hey, that riff is really cool. And so we started messing with it. And within maybe five minutes, we had three or four, maybe five different parts for a song. And he was just playing drums and I was, you know, spanking the plank. Spanking the plank. It just thumping the tubs or thumping thump, the tubs. Thumping the tubs. Thumping tubs. I spank and plank, and uh, literally within about five or ten minutes, we were recording on our phones different yeah. pieces, and the music just kind of spilled out from there. We wrote it very quickly. It was very yeah. a couple different sessions of just writing the demo, recording the demo, um, but at the same time to get a little bit more uh, morose or, or you know dire for the. For the moment, uh, Colin's beloved uh, French bulldog, Napoleon. No, no, don't even bring him up. And I'm sorry, this is what it's about. So had just much. passed away. Oh, no. And when we started recording the song. That was the day we recorded it, the day you came over. Yeah. Because I was sad. And so I said, well, why don't we call it Let's Have a Nap? Because his dog's name was Napoleon, so the first three letters were Nap. That dog. And it's just like, once you get there, you can just write a bunch of different lyrics about being tired you want to take a nap yeah and like being kind of that dark humor kind of witty you know like you know if maybe maybe if i'm lucky i won't wake up kind of um and if i get lucky i won't maybe that's a lyric that the general public hasn't heard yet but i i uh it's in there um but yeah we uh it just all came together so fast we were like just went kind of this dark, witty nature on all, balls all to the, the walls, balls, baby. <laughs> uh, it was, it's, it's just different for me, too, because, like, for the longest time... Oh, stop making that fucking noise, please, for the love of God. 
Um, Styrofoam cup. Don't uh. do that. <laughs> no, uh, for the longest time, like the the process was like we recorded a song and then it took a fucking lifetime to get it out. Like restlessness, I wrote uh, like two years, two years prior. It was like to two and a half years, two and a half yeah. years before it came out. So it took it took like two and a half years to get that song. I wrote it, like the whole thing. I wrote the whole thing in like a day, just on my computer downstairs. Just did the demo, wow. ordered it, you know, got everything finished. And then it took like two and a half years to get that thing out because we had so many releases that were just like waiting to get done. It just fucking sucked and just it took so long. There's so much bureaucratic bullshit now. With just a, just like writing as a two piece, it's just everything is so much easier. It's like mm-hmm. Graham comes over and he's got a riff, and then it'll be like, all right, cool, and then he'll leave, and then I'll work on it, and then he'll get mad at me for working on it while he's gone, and then and then we'll work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, as far as from writing to release, this song is on about a month and a half yeah. lifespan. Uh, Napoleon died on July twenty sixth. So July 26th to August 26th to September 29th. So it's about two months from right release. Yeah, it's really, you know, when you think about how fast beef and eggs are processed. Yeah. Yeah, this is really no, this is a stale loaf. God damn. I don't know know if you know this, but Graham, I don't know if you noticed it, but Graham sang on this one. I did notice the vocals were like really different on it because you two do have like different vocals and i i always got confused sometimes because i'm like who all right so which member because i i always look at the picture and i'm like which guy is singing this time <laughs> like <laughs> well i sing all of them so far yeah. everything that's been released is, is mm-hmm. but graham sings the verse on this song and i sing the chorus this actually got uh both of us singing on the chorus is it i believe so uh, what no it's not it's just me i'm doing the Oh, no, that was for the demo. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, no, so, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm singing on the chorus. I'm doing verse. I did, yeah, did you, a little bit of vocal. You do all the harmony arranging. Yeah. Harmony arranging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arranging. Yeah. But we're very we're very excited. Jared, let me tell you. Let me be the first to say <laughs> for this song to come out. We're very excited for this, Jared. I, I, see, I see you are. I see you're very excited for this. <laughs> I'm excited I'm doing this. <laughs> excitement i can i can i could see you you're barely containing you're barely containing well, that excitement but i think it's palpable i think the excitement media training by the way so with this new single you know you guys kind of just been releasing like single after single after single after single i kind of want to know if you guys are like working on an ep or an album is there anything like that in the works maybe oh, we say it, honey? Should we say it? Should we say it? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah, no, we're doing an EP and an album. Both. Oh, cool. We're going to release it. We're doing both. Hopefully by, what, the end of... Some, sometime, 2023. Sometime November or late October, what the, the EP will be fully out. It's just going to be three songs. Just a quick um, little three-song EP. And it's literally just going to be like, here's some of the goods for the upcoming uh, full art display. One that Graham wrote, one that I wrote, and one we kind of co-wrote. So, what the hell? Hmm? Um, <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're doing a little three-song EP, and then we've got about eight 
eight more that are finished, that are being recorded and processed and mixed and mastered and mm -hmm. and distributed and marketed and played upon. Yes, we do. Um, but there's there's eight now. Well, I think we're going to shoot for 10, 11 tracks probably. But we're going to do a three-song EP by the end of 2023 and then we'll do a... Stop making the noise. Sorry, sorry, Please, sorry. No. sorry. <laughs> Um, and then we're going to do an album, uh, hopefully in 2024. I think, actually, let's not make plans no. on a podcast. No. It's probably yeah, not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little, little in, indie DIY band, you can tell. Like, well, should we just change our entire game plan just because someone asked us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this uh, Fresh Off the Press guy. Uh, he's gonna make us redo our entire game plan for uh, the next two years. <laughs> at, least we'll, at least we'll beat the fucking industry plant allegations. Yeah, we're beating the industry plant accusations. We're like these guys have no fucking clue what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we, are we an industry plant? I fucking wish. I wish both of our parents had way more money than what they do. <laughs> you way cooler. Yeah. Oh, well. I, as someone who has like had to research a lot of this kind of stuff, no, you guys are not industry plants. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Look at <laughs> look at my last name on Wikipedia. You'll find how my family's famous and has industry connections. You won't. My last name is Bennett. It's like one of the most fucking. Like, yeah, my name is Colin. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Colin uh, Kennedy and Masses. My name is Colin Lennon McCartney. Nice to, <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so how does it feel to hit one million on uh, away from you? Um, good. It feels good. It feels it feels like uh, I never thought it would happen. It's all from TikTok, though. Really, I mean, I'm not gonna be so uh, soft about it. Oh no, my parents are here. All right. I'm we're back. We're back. We're, we're, back. In the, we're back and in the studio, baby. Better than ever. Graham's giving me weird looks because there's candles set up all over the the studio. Why? why? Okay, Graham. Excellent question. The reason this is the first time I'm explaining this. The reason that there are candles all over the music room is because Haley and I were leaving, uh, hanging out with you one time, and she was like, "Do you want to make a playlist of?" songs that came out when we were in middle school and slow dance in the music studio and i said yes only if i get to put a bunch of candles in the music room and we slow dance and then we did we did this i lit all the candles and i put music on the tv and then we slow danced for like probably 45 minutes and it was really sweet and i really enjoyed it so yeah that's why there's candles because i was being a good boyfriend this is the most so, bonkers interview I've ever had. <laughs> I'm not trying to be too cool. I hope I don't try to come off that way. I'm really, I'm really just a guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like no, nah, dude, this is this is great. This is great content. <laughs> it's like people like, uh, like I don't know, like like I love the Strokes, but like if you ever look at Julian Casablanca in an interview, that dude just seems like the biggest fucking tool on the planet. I hope this never surfaces because that guy's like one of my fucking idols. But, you know, like that dude just gives the shittiest interviews and he's just so, he just seems so pretentious. Pompous. Pompous and pretentious. And I don't particularly care for it at all. So 
I try to be not like that at all. Ah, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. But um, I lost all my train of thought for questions. But uh, <laughs> oh, I lost all of my followers uh, because of this. I lost all of my respect for Pleaser after this interview. Stop. Noise. No. <laughs> no, actually, I gained a lot more respect because I, I, I enjoy this kind of wacky-ass interview type stuff. But um, Let's do questions that have nothing to do with the single. Ask me about my ask me about my life. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you want to start doing music actually? What the hell? That's about this single. Yes, <laughs> um, in a sense, yeah. Be like a worst first date. Um uh fucking let's keep let's stay on topic. Here. Favorite childhood memory. Let's stay on topic. <laughs> let's stay on topic. No. What do you want to do music? I got broken up with when I was 17. I, was da- I dated my first girlfriend and it broke my heart so bad that I wrote music for so long that I eventually got good at it. <laughs> That's what happened. I wrote about a thousand bad songs until I wrote my first good one. And that first good one is never coming out. And it never will. What is it? What's it called? Dreaming. Oh. It was when I wrote with I you. Was dreaming. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, not how it goes. No. But John uh, yeah, no, I just uh, got got my heart broken. I always played drums and piano when I was like a kid. My dad put me in lessons and stuff. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, um, yeah, just got got my little heart broken when I was 17 years old, and I just I I've got over the breakup, but I never got over writing music. So yeah, that that's that's how that happened. Graham, why did you start? I started because. When I was a kid, my grandparents would have me and my cousin over, and my cousin was just in band throughout his entire middle elementary school and high school, whatever. Anyways, he was in band, he was taking piano lessons, and he knew a little guitar. And my grandpa was like a lead guitar player for a 60s uh, surf band kind of thing. They were called the Beatles. 50s 50s and 60s. (laughs) Um, And... He would, he, a couple times would just pass me a bass guitar and be like, push these down and do it at this tempo and it'll, it'll work. It'll line up with what we're doing. So I thought, okay, that sounds good. And so we did that and we'd play a few different songs. And once we got to know a few, I was getting more curious, like, well, what else can a guitar do? And so when I was like six or seven, I started taking actual lessons instead of just like learning from my grandfather and that's just kind of what it's always been at that point in time i thought you know what i want to make a living out of this i want to figure out how to turn music into a, a I lifetime i got to figure out how to make money off of this it's yeah. simply too good <laughs> i bet you didn't know you were trying to drive a recruiter yeah <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. they're trying to make it look fake <laughs> so yeah Again, I'm still like trying to remember all my questions again because <laughs> all that like. What kind of interview is this? Oh, oh man, this guy stinks. Um, this guy stinks. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I guess with the new single, um, and then you guys are working on the EP and like all that stuff. We're just gonna stick with the EP. We're not gonna talk about album stuff. Um, no way. <laughs> <but> you get... <laughs> You guys are working on all that stuff. What do you think will be like the uh, future of Pleaser? 
Um, drugs, drugs. Twenty Seven Club. Yeah. That. Me and Graham are gonna shoot each other when we both turn twenty seven. I'll be twenty seven before you though. Yeah. But we'll be. But we'll both be twenty seven. We'll have, we'll have exactly like a month. We'll have to three weeks. Graham's my birthday is three weeks after Graham's, and I'm a, I'm about three weeks older than Graham. So no, you're, not, you're about eleven months older fuck, than me. Yes, I'm eleven months and one week older. No, I'm just kidding. This this bit's dead. This bit's dead. It was going to be, but I am gonna fucking shoot you. <laughs> 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 No, um, the future pleaser. I don't know. We'll probably just we'll tour more. I think hopefully. Yeah, I, that needs to happen soon. We're gonna make a lot of TikToks. We're gonna make a lot of TikToks, and we're gonna release a lot of music, a lot of music. <laughs> and we're gonna get a lot heavier probably, just because that's. Really I think it'll cool. still stay in that kind of poppy zone, but I, I don't like having one sound. Oh, I want yeah. to. I want to show that I'm. Uh, proficient at producing multiple noises. I can already, I already do that all the time. No, Just listen to the first EP. You made <laughs> like six songs, and then you made Ocean of Fire, and that's it. That's the only difference. Oh, uh, first of all, I made four songs. The Ocean of Fire. Thank you. Well, I was actually giving you more credit than you were. <laughs> I know. What's your favorite, Jared? What's your favorite Pleaser song? Uh, I actually really like Cold Feet. That's my favorite hey. too. That is my favorite by far. Oh, pop, pop. You I did a review with you. I huh? remember that. You didn't you do a review of when I'm with you? You talked about it on your pod. On your pod. Yes, I did that, and I also played "Away from You" and I believe also "Cold Feet" when I was still on the radio station. Because this used to be a ra- this used to be a radio show, and then we moved it over to a podcast. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I remember listening to your review of when i'm with you oh you're you're distracting me stop you just don't just don't have (laughs) Uh, um (laughs) whoa (laughs) no i remember listening to your review of when i'm with you uh i was flying back on a plane from new york i was on a plane yep well it wasn't on the plane yet but i actually saw jack harlow in the airport and i was like oh shit that's jack harlow that was i'm completely lying i didn't really see jack harlow but i (laughs) I was about to say did you go say hi (laughs) i did listen to the podcast though and Thank uh, you. you were like something about you're like uh their first single when i'm with you and their latest single no i know their first single away from you and their latest single when i'm with you and you're like huh i just noticed that and i remember being in the airport thinking like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i wish i hadn't named it that but wait what do you mean well the first single we ever had was uh, away from you and then our most recent single at the time was when i'm with you and I was like, oh, shit, I really got to stop writing songs about girls, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you already have, I mean, you already have Restlessness, and now you have a song coming out called Let's Take a Nap. So. Have a nap. Um, it's actually called Take a Nap. Have a nap. You know dude, what? I have, I, have the, I have the file right here. It's Let's Have a Nap. I'm, I'm the one stupid. We dropped, right. we dropped the Let's, though. It's just Have a Nap now. Have a nap. Nap. Have a nap. Uh, we thought it was very rhythmic. Have a nap. Have a nap. Have a nap. Have a nap. Very <laughs> say. Um, no, I saw. I saw. On, dude, I'm cooking. All right. I saw a tweet the other day that said, and, and I fucking cracked up laughing, but it was like, the Beatles' early songs are like, "I love you so much." In parentheses, she's my girlfriend. And you get to the sixth album, and it's like the Ballad of Mr. Potato Man, Part Eight. <laughs> 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 
It's very true. We so, froze we froze beers, dude. We we were like, let's have a brew before the before the pod. And then I put them in the freezer and they're frozen solid. These things are frozen all the way through. What the hell? Damn. What cheap beer freezes all the way through. Maybe because it's like 95% water. Dude, beer freezes. If you put beer in the in the refrigerator, then it freezes. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so you mentioned touring a little earlier. Um, how many tours have you guys gone on? Eight. Uh, eight, teen. Eighteen. Eight. Uh, <laughs> teen. Eight. Uh, teen. No, we've been on one. We did one tour. We it did was... the one, and it was it was essentially a miniature. A miniature. Miniature. Chua. Um, we had about eight dates. We had to no, drop nine. We had nine dates. Had to drop one. Yeah, that's right. Family Anything but, fun? Anything fun? Yeah, anything fun happen? Any like fun tour oh, memories? Okay. okay, so you just opened a can of worms you weren't ready to open. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, matter. buddy, did um, something fun happen? So, come to find out. I was treating myself for a sinus infection the entire tour. Come to find out, I was experiencing mono the <laughs> entire time. Yeah. I had mono the entire tour, so I was just out of whack. And I was driving the entire time. Oh, my God. Uh, and day two, I wake up and my uh, left eye felt like it had an eyelash in it. And so by the time we get to the venue in Detroit, which was the second uh, date that we were doing, I was like scratching my eye profusely and then come to find out the next day I, both of my eyes were like that and it was pink eye so i had mono and pink eye uh, also this is the first day of it's like first day of second day technically but yeah. uh the first day we get to chicago and jordan the, the drummer at the time uh was backing into the venue and didn't see a dumpster and blew out his entire rear windshield. And promptly after, we met- Jack Stratton. We met Jack Stratton from Wolfpack, who was just walking down the road uh, wearing headphones. Yeah. Uh, so I went up and talked to him and he was a pretty cool guy. Um, but yeah, that's just like the first, the first snippet there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The hotel we stayed at the first night, I had to lay on the floor because they decided to downsize us from a two-bedroom to a one-bedroom, so there was only one bed. I didn't have to deal with that. I had friends in Chicago that I stayed with, so I was like, you um, guys deal with the hotel. So, anywho, <clears throat> uh, I slept on the floor next to the air conditioner, and the air conditioner, essentially by morning, covered me in little black specks of mold. And it was just, it was a oh, no. It was a weird old time. Dude. What the you, hell? Oh no. Yeah, you had me you had me with like the first part with like mono and shit, and then it just kept getting worse. <laughs> like, but all in all, it was a very exceptionally fun time. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. My car was throwing all kinds of codes and it was acting up all kinds of funny. And uh I was pretty much ready to just wreck the car with everybody in it. You're going after your mothers. That's what's going on next to her. Yeah. Bring your moms to tour. Bring your mom to our show. 
We're gonna call it Tour More Moms. I'm, I'm gonna give Young Gravy a, a run for his money. <laughs> well, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But there was this one mom, there was this one mom we met at an auto zone in Columbus, I think. And she followed us and she was like, she, she was fucking cool. We were just like sitting there. Grandma's getting his car worked on and she goes, she was like there with her dog and her daughter. And I was just sitting there. I was like soul crushingly hungover. We had, we were off this day, but we had a show the next day. So I was like, whatever. So we are like getting Graham's car service and I'm sitting there. I've got like these ripped ass jeans on, just like not looking great, very clearly hungover. And so she goes, she like looks at me and she like, she, I keep looking at the car to make sure that the guys in the auto zone aren't like stealing our shit, aren't lifting our shit out of our car, you know, because we have all of our music. So she looks at me and she goes, you in a band? I said, yeah, I am. She goes, I was like, how can you tell? She goes, I saw the equipment. I said, oh, cool. She goes, you guys touring? I said, yeah. She goes, where are you from? I was like, Louisville. She was like, that's cool. She goes, me and my husband were in a band together back in the 90s. I was like, really? And she goes, yeah, I was a singer. And I was like, really? And she goes, yeah. She goes, we're pretty good too. And I was like, well, I was like, word. She was, I was like, never tour. And she goes, yeah, we toured. We, we did a West Coast tour. I said, no kidding. She's like, yeah. She goes, what are you guys touring with? And I was like, oh, we've got a rat case, just a couple of guitars. Like our other buddies have got the rest of it. And she was like, yeah. I figured there had to be more than that. And I was like, yeah. And so she was like, what's your guys' band? I'll follow you. And I was like, all right, sure. So I gave her the, the, the please or the band account. She hits us up like a week later that goes, she goes, hey, this is the mom from Columbus. Just to let you know, I love y'all's music. Like, this shit's really good. <laughs> she'll still, every now and then, she'll leave a comment. Like, if you can probably find it, but if you go through my most recent posts, she'll, like, comment every now and then. It's like, mom from Columbus here. Hope you guys come back to Columbus. I'd love to catch you guys alive. I'm like, damn, this girl's rad as hell. She's like, mom from the auto zone. I'm like, well, that's good. She is cool, dude. She is real cool. Hell yeah. She is a sweet lady. <laughs> but... Yeah, just stuff like that that was cool. But this also this tour was like very it was very grueling. It was very it was a grueling process because we don't have money, you know? Like we can barely afford to take ourselves on tour. So like we're leaving our girlfriends behind and we're we can't afford to take time off our jobs because we have bills to pay and you know, we made money on the tour, which is cool. Like that's always a plus, but mm -hmm. the only reason we made money on the tour was because a, we sold tickets because of TikTok, and B, we fucking made we everything. Everything was, merch. everything was so cheap too. Like we we like stayed at hotels that we used with points. Stop, thank you. We, <laughs> we 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 stayed at hotels that we earned with points, and we, you know, we fucking took. We didn't rent a van. We just took our cars that had cheap gas and. You know, like that's, I mean, we just made, we did everything so DIY. So no, I thought wrong. that it should have been a band fund um, expenditure. expenditure to have my car serviced. So I guess for my, the last, this is the last question that I usually ask everybody. Um, usually like people tend to think about this one or if they already know what they're doing, they know what they're doing. What would you say is the goal for Pleaser? Oh, um, um, I don't know. The goal, I think, really for any band would just be to be able to play music to people who want to hear it to make their days better. Yes. And I guess, you know, that's an outward perspective, but inward, I think the goal would be to just be satisfied making 
music and playing music live uh, as your career and and not having a nine to five as a I'm not gonna say anything actually. I don't want to offend any listeners. Uh, you don't want to have a nine to five particularly. You want to be able to play music and play yeah. music live. Yeah, life, the artistic side of it. I don't know. That's just my perspective. Colin, what do you think? That's a great perspective, Graham. I, however, think I do it for money, drugs, girls, sex. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Rock and roll. Charges. <laughs> oh, I'm on charges, baby. I'm trying to catch a felony. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I think that's. Totally, I would totally agree. You like fucker. A, why would you do that? Wanted to. Fucking. What the hell, man? Wanted to. Wanted to. Wanted to. But no, yeah. uh, I I completely agree with that. I mean, really, it's just about. Uh, I mean, if I if I could make, you know. $70,000 a year off of music, just touring full-time. I would absolutely do that rather than make a million dollars a year doing something I fucking hate. So, yeah. you know, it's like, who cares? I mean, I'm sure I say that now because I don't have kids or family. So. I will mention that Colin's first perspective is not... Take fucking stick from me. Stop fucking... Okay, I'll have... God damn it. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> Colin's first stance was not completely offline. I think that maybe about two or three percent of it is about the girls, the sex, the charges, rock and roll. <laughs> no, none of that is that for me. Uh, dude, I'm 25 now, dude. I've got a girlfriend. I barely even drink on the weekends anymore. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm lame, dude. I'm, 20, I'm 22. I don't even drink. I just smoke, and that's it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I feel you. I smoke weed or cigarettes. Huh? Smoke weed or smoke cigarettes? Weed. Weed. Weed or uh, cigarette. Weed. Um, <laughs> but no. Um, or is it? No, it's F. Yeah, weed it would be that. You're the one for uh, milk. Weed. Oh, pasteurized. <laughs> yeah. So like the sign language for milk is this, right? Like you're squeezing a cow's udder, milk. Mm -hmm. But there's a pun for it where you go like this because it's past your eyes oh uh, yeah that's clever um, sign language. <laughs> there's also so like this is the sign language for understand like understand but you can also say understand it's a guy standing <laughs> yeah under. it's a guy standing yeah. <laughs> um well shit, what are you talking about? uh the uh, goal for pleaser <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, no, just make money and make a living off of playing tour. The goal playing for tour, playing tour. The goal playing for tour. <laughs> Goodbye, throat. Um, the goal for Pleaser would be to, I think, here soon, just judging off of this single coming out, um, I'm gonna buckle down, start throwing tunes up on the regular every every couple months maybe you know maybe yeah maybe even more often than that um and just really crank it out and and start being prolific in in what we're making and you know tiktok video music videos yeah. songs um i just want to be somewhere on the billboard 100 i don't care if, if i'm fucking spot number 100 i just want to see pleaser on there that's that's the goal for 2024 i just want to see our name on it. 
<clears throat> that's it. I would I would settle for the number one hundred spot, but as long as Plea was on the hot one hundred on some indie list, that'd be fucking killer. But that's really it. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, rapid fire. You favorite childhood memory? <laughs> um, I don't know. I I guess the uh, the first time I played Sonic Three and Knuckles on the Sega Genesis when I was really little, I broke into my parents' attic. I stole the Sega Genesis. And I started playing that game, and I was like, yo, this shit fucks. <laughs> 22 dog. Yeah, so wait, yeah, Sega Genesis would have been well before your time and mine. So. No, I was around. It definitely wasn't. Okay. Um, I, I, we had remnants, but yeah. Anyways. First, first date, go. Huh? I'm not done with you. Where's first date? <laughs> now you're asking me questions. Um,. I went to go see Suicide Squad, like not the good one, the really bad one that came out in like 2016. Yeah, yeah that was that was my worst first date. Dang, mm. I was there. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. at the part, but I I went and saw it on opening day, and ever since then I've not been a Marvel fan. So understood. Mm-hmm. Definitely understood. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. This was an awesome podcast. This is the craziest interview I've done. This oh, is the- we're just we're wild, dude. We're yeah. you can't we're so quirky. We're not like the other bands at all. I'm glad we're still living up to that adage that everyone always talks about. What? We're just crazy. Yeah, we're so we're off the walls, bonkers. Yeah, we're just so it's like a it's like one of my favorite fucking things I've ever seen. Is the dude from uh, MGMT who, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where they, they get like some MTV Music Award or some shit. And uh, the dude from MGMT walks up and he goes, he's like, wow, we're so excited to win this award. I'm so shocked. I don't know what to say. Let me get my speech. And then he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a gummy spider and he goes, just let me get get my speech. And he pulls out and he goes, oh, fuck, it's a gummy spider. <laughs> So funny. It's so it's such 2009 humor, but it was great. All right, anyway, yeah. that's not, we're not crazy at all. We're very tame. I feel like so. It's just kind no, of no. It's just it's just a lot of shit happened. Like that's it. Um, but yeah, thank you both for coming on. This was awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. And have a great weekend. Can I end this by throwing my beanie at the camera. Yes. All right. Fuck! I missed. No, wait. <laughs> I'll give you one more shot. Come on. Jesus. We're still recording. Fuck, no. Wait. wait. (laughs) All right. Three times the charm. Come on. All right. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.